Day four, the Running Moms Strong Body Bootcamp. You guys are rocking it out there. I'm coming to you today from my children's bedroom because it's getting dark outside and I just had a crazy day with kids and I didn't get a chance to come on and do this live training earlier because we are in life right now. I am running a home school in my living room and our truck has been broken since Saturday and we haven't been able to get out and get groceries. So I had to go grocery shopping today and my house is a mess and there's kids everywhere and it was crazy. So I didn't get a chance to come on and talk today because Thursdays is when the, th the Thursday of this program, day four of this strong body program, I always talk about nutrition and I didn't want to skip it for you guys because it's really, really important. And the cool thing about coming on a little bit later in the day is that I actually tend to catch more people. So if you're catching live, hello, say hello below. This is so fun. You guys are pushing your bodies hard. You are learning how to train stronger, not just run longer. You're learning how to build muscle and injury proof your body. You're learning how to build that muscle so that you can ramp up your, your metabolism, get really fit and strong. But we can't just rely on the workouts to get us the results that we want. Building a fit, lean, strong, healthy, powerful, athletic, pro fat burning, injury proof runner's body requires nutrition as well. We really can't separate the two and I know that nutrition feels really hard. I asked on my Facebook page a couple days ago, what's harder, workouts or nutrition? And I know the answer. I had over 300 comments on that post and it was almost all nutrition. And then I asked, okay, so nutrition's hard. What feels hard about nutrition? And I got a variety of answers. Hey, Angie. I got a variety of answers and a lot of it comes down to, fe I, I, I believe, I think it's because we feel like nutrition is so hard. Like we're telling ourselves a story in our head that nutrition is hard. It's hard. It's confusing. It's, there's so much conflicting information out there. And there's also a lot of emotion that goes into food because it's very much connected to how much we love our bodies and how much we don't love our bodies and diet culture that's that's just infiltrated deeply into our brain and it makes it feel hard and like it's good or it's bad and um, there's a lot of emotion involved in nutrition and the reality is we need to cook food every single day not just for us but for our whole family so it can feel overwhelming and it it's not the fun part running and getting the high in the moment makes our brain feel so happy so the workouts are really easy for us to do. We can stay on track with the workouts because we get the hit of dopamine. We get the high right away. Our brains like it and so we do it and we get high and, and that's why the workouts are easy and that's why runners tend to be really good at the workouts. We never miss the workouts. We can ramp up the miles all we want but we struggle when it comes to the nutrition because it's hard. It feels hard to our brain and our brain doesn't like things that are hard. But I'll tell you that you can simplify nutrition. It can become easy and it can actually become fun and something that you love when you start to flip some of the stories and some of the neural pathways in your brain so that 
that you learn to love eating and you learn to love prepping and you learn to love grocery shopping and stocking your food with healthy food because that is going to feel good and it's going to make you want to eat more nutritious food and prep again, okay? And that's what I wanna talk about today, a few things. I have five simple nutrition rules for you guys, for runners. Uh, Another interesting conversation I had today with somebody who didn't think of herself as an athlete. And when I said, like, you're an athlete, you need to fuel yourself like an athlete. She says, I'm not an athlete. I said, yes, you are. Like, you're training really hard. You guys are running half marathons and full marathons. You guys are ramping it up. You're pushing these workouts hard. You are athletes. And I know that's weird because you're like, no, I'm not an athlete. But you are. You're, you're training hard. And that's often why you... We don't get results. That's where I used to be. I was like training hard, but not nourishing myself or thinking of myself like an athlete. So just pushing workouts like it was a hobby. And then I was frustrated with my body because it wasn't working because I wasn't losing the weight or building the muscle or having the energy. And I was just like pushing myself into the ground. Hey, Jenny. And, And it was because I wasn't, I wasn't fueling and thinking like an athlete. And that's what, that's what leads us to injuries. That's what leads us to hormonal burnout. That's what tanks and downgrades our metabolism. That's what leaves us in this really a state of, of high inflammation, chronic high inflammation, which downgrades metabolism and, and causes hormonal havoc and like causes us to get injured and get sick over and over again and, and store fat, especially in our midsection. So I want you guys to start to think of yourselves as athletes, number one, when we're thinking about nutrition, okay? I, I have five simple rules and they don't, they're not rules that have anything to do with cutting food and restricting food and intermittent fasting or counting or weighing because I think that's all too difficult. And I don't remember, don't know if you remember at the beginning when I said long ago, I learned if you want to make some, if you want to impress people, make it complicated. And if you want to help people, keep it simple. All of that jargon is making it complicated and it's really trying to catch attention and impress you. Nutrition is very simple. That's one of the stories we need to flip in our head. Nutrition is very simple. Okay. There's a lot of things that make it complicated. There's a lot of social media and diet culture, and there's a lot of emotion around food. And that's, that's the stuff we talk about in muscles and macros. Like I teach you guys what to do. And then it's like the implementation, the rest of it comes out. I've worked with thousands of women helping them dial in their macros and, and that is simple. I'll teach you right away what I mean by dialing your macros. It's very simple. Implementing is tricky because all the emotions come up. That old brain comes up um, wanting you to, to tell you that it's hard and to tell you that you've got to be making it complicated and counting and weighing and all this stuff. And that, that's not true. You don't have to. Food's easy. Number one, counting calories doesn't, doesn't work. If it works, we'd all just stop eating right? We'd all just barely eat and we should be super fit and skinny and healthy, but it doesn't, doesn't really work that way, right? Like who does that? Who feels, who, who feels awesome when they start cutting calories? Like it doesn't work. And when you, the bigger, the more that you restrict yourself, the more that you cut out foods that you don't want to, because somebody told you to, the bigger you're going to binge, the more you're going to wreak havoc on the horm- on your hormones. And like the more messed up you you become when it comes to food, the harder it's going to feel. I don't want that for you. Counting calories doesn't work. It also doesn't work because it, it doesn't teach you anything about food, about, about your physiology and what your body does with food. 
doesn't teach you how to balance um, and eat all the things that you need to nourish and fuel your body to build that muscle, to fuel every cell in your body. We sometimes forget what food does for us, right? Food fuels every cell in our body. And when we're not eating enough and we're training hard and running long miles and we're not eating enough or we're counting calories and trying to stay in that 1200 range, but our metabolism requires a lot more than that, we're not even fueling ourselves for life's daily functions. And so our hair gets brittle and falls out. Our nails get brittle. We're cold all the time. We have headaches. We have brain fog. Our, our digestive system doesn't work. Our reproductive system doesn't work properly. We have bad periods. We get headaches. We, uh, we crave things or we don't get hungry. There's two extremes of people and I've, I've experienced them both. One is where I had downgraded my metabolism so badly that I never got hungry. I could go all day long without getting hungry because my body was like, she's not going to feed me. So I might as well just shut down all those hormones that trigger hunger. And I might as well just hold on to all this fat that she's got and, and just hope for the best. And then at night I would just binge eat all of the things, right? And then there's the other way where after babies, I was eating all the carbohydrates all day long, grazing all the low fat things, all the um, bits and bites off my kids' plates, but never really nourishing my body. And so I was just hangry all the time. I was running lots and hangry. And, and that's, that's a sign of hormonal unbalance. And when you're never getting hungry, you're, people say, well, I ran like I did my 10-mile training run, but I don't get hungry after. Your body's downgraded its metabolism. We don't want to downgrade our metabolism. We want to ramp our metabolism up. We should be feeling hungry. We shouldn't be craving. We should be feeling hungry. When you build lean muscle and dial in your macros, you will start to feel hungry. Your, your, your body will want, it wants fuel. Your muscles will suck up fuel, okay? Your body, you will ramp up metabolism. You will balance your hormones. You will reduce inflammation when you eat um, for quality and not just for counting calories and quantity. Uh, and you will get, that's when you will get really healthy and you will feel really amazing and fat will start to burn off your body, okay? Um, I teach a strategy that is um, where we balance our macros. We don't count them and we don't weigh them because the point of balancing them, eating your macros in balance, balances your blood sugars. It's all about hormones. To me, more than just the simple the quantity of your carbs, your proteins, your fats, and your overall calories for the day. Yes, that matters, but that's like really high level. Most people are not there yet. And, and it also fails to teach you how to balance your blood sugars, which is why macro balancing works. It's so simple and it works because it gets you balancing your blood sugars. It's key. Like balancing your blood sugars is essential because you, you end up staying full longer. You end up, um, you end up burning more fat because you're triggering like insulin becomes more balanced. And when you're just eating carbohydrates and you're just skyrocketing up your insulin and then crashing and your body's taking all that, that insulin when it's high, it starts storing everything as fat. And we want to, we want to equalize it. We want to stay full long. We want our body to be burning fat in between, right? That's what balancing your macros, balancing your macros is all about. And that's why I think balancing your macros is way better than counting uh, than counting macros or weighing macros or, or uh, counting calories blindly because that's not focused on quality. I'm focused on quality of your food and balancing your blood sugars, balancing your hormones because hormone harmony is what leads to fitness and health and fat loss. It's not calories in, calories out. It doesn't work. Uh, 
And I don't do macro tracking because I don't want my children, I don't want to create a lifestyle uh, around tracking and counting my food. I don't think it's healthy for my kids to see that because food's not that hard. It's not that hard when we actually slow down, restore our hormone balance, restore our metabolism, start to feel hungry again, start to tune into our body and listen and respect and work with our body and fuel it when it's hungry because we understand food and, and why we need to eat it. These are the things that we work on inside muscles and macros, you guys. You get four more weeks of training, you get four more weeks of daily accountability, and you get daily nutrition coaching where we're gonna work through like where this becomes hard because I'm gonna share with you my five simple rules right now for runners for nutrition. Um, but, but knowledge isn't enough, it's in the action and the action is the beautiful piece of muscles and macros because we get to work together for four weeks. It's like you could read all the books on swimming you want. You can know all the techniques and all the strokes and all the names of all the things and exactly what you should do. But if you never get in the pool and swim and, and do the work, you're not going to be able to swim. And that's where this is. Like I'm going to share with you guys all the stuff, but if you don't, take action and work on it and implement it every day and get the coaching that you need to make it stick, it won't and it never does. And that's why people struggle over and over with nutrition. It feels hard. We just need a little help. This is a lifestyle that you can maintain and people take my program and say, you changed my life in four weeks because it works. It's simple. And I help them through some of the mindset blocks and help to rewire their brain around food and around exercise and around their body. So rule number one is eat everything. I don't know any diet coach that tells you that, but eat everything. Everything is healthy, natural, and enjoyable, okay? Everything. We have a rule that is 80-20. 80% of the time, we're focused on nutrient-dense food, and there's always room for treats. There is always room for cake. There is always room for a piece of pizza. You do not have to be perfect. You can eat everything. There is no good. There is no bad. We really focus on asking ourselves, do we really want this? Will it nourish our body? If you want it, you eat it. If you don't, you don't, and you and you move on. Uh, but 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 you can eat everything. There's no food that's like off limits, leaving you feeling guilty. Okay, don't starve yourself. We talked about this quite a bit already. But eating too little will not only make your running feel heavy and your energy tank, but over time it can disturb your metabolism, wreak havoc on your hormones, the hormones that regulate hunger, leptin and ghrelin and send your body into starvation mode, okay? Not eating enough is also a stress on your body, which further ramps up cortisol, your body's um, stress, stress hormone, and high, chronically high cortisol makes you store fat as well in the belly, absolutely. Your body will cling, will start clinging to its fat stores when, when, when you're not eating enough, and it'll, start, and, and it'll start drawing energy from your muscle. And that's not what we want, right? Under eating, that's why when you Google weight loss and it tells you to intermittent fast and cut calories and restrict and have a calorie deficit, um, it doesn't work for us because we're training to build muscle. And when we just blindly start restricting, we're burning through muscle. We're downgrading our metabolism because remember, muscle is metabolically active. We want lots of it. So we can't simply cut. So, so don't starve yourself. That never works. It never works. Muscle mass boosts your metabolism. So over-restricting your calorie intake will actually impair your weight loss. Weight loss strategies are different than 
uh, fat loss strategies. If you Google weight loss, you're going to see don't eat, cut all the things. That's going to cause your body to go and, and use muscle for energy. And you're going to lose muscle. You're going to feel miserable. You're going to get sick all the time. You're not going to feel good. Your runs are going to be hard. You're going to get injured. And, and, and you might lose weight, but you're going to feel miserable. And you are going to downgrade your metabolism by losing that muscle. We want fat loss. We want fitness building. We want health building. And so we want to be fueling our bodies with the right food at the right time for the right reasons. Not starving ourselves. Eating. Nourishing. Food is fuel. You are an athlete, right? Okay? Don't starve yourself. Jerf. Just eat real food. Sticking to that. Oh, I already talked about this, but this is actually one of the rules. Jerf. Sticking to real food. Sticking to the simple rule 80% of the time is a great goal because uh, no one has fun striving for perfection. The bigger... Um, the more that you restrict, the bigger the restriction, the bigger the binge. If you've ever tried to detox sugar, if you've ever tried to quit something just cold turkey without working on the mindset stuff in the background, if you haven't worked on the emotions of food, you will crash and you will binge. And every time you lose weight without losing belly fat and gain it all back, you're further tanking your metabolism and further causing um, hormonal havoc. Muscles and macros will help you uh, reestablish these, 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 um, these, uh, your homeostasis here of, of your, of metabolism and of hormones. And we will reduce inflammation so that your body can start feeling good and doing what it's supposed to, which is using fat for fuel and like feeling awesome and running strong. Okay. It's going to, it's going to help you get rid of the headaches and the bad skin and the hair falling out. Lots of people tell me my hair isn't falling out anymore. Lots of people tell me I don't have all the fuzzies in my hair anymore. Lots of people tell me my skin is clearing up. Lots of people tell me I don't have cravings anymore. Lots of people tell me I have energy all day. I don't crash at 2 o'clock in the afternoon anymore. And I say I know because I'm, I'm helping you fuel your body and nourish your body. And it's beautiful. And you get to pass these skills down to your kids, which is why I love to teach this to you because I can have a bigger impact by helping you spread the message down. Rule four, don't eliminate entire food groups. By not eliminating any food group that's not medically necessary, you don't eliminate any certain nutrients. You don't create stress about your eating or deprive yourself. There was years where fat had a bad rap right? I lived through those years. I didn't eat fat for years and I was a real mess, like a real mess back then and uh, eating all those low fat snacks, right? That actually created the, epi the obesity epidemic because they cut all fat. They filled everything with sugar and chemicals. It's wrecked havoc on our bodies. Now it's the no carb, no carb zone, no carb world. We need carbs. Women need carbs. Not all carbs are created equal. We don't need the, the processed sugars and the muffins and all that stuff, but you can have it 80-20, right? But, but we can't blanket statement that all carbohydrates are bad because some carbohydrates, processed, refined carbohydrates are bad. That's called junk food is bad, <laughs> right? Processed food is, I shouldn't say bad, but it is. Like it's, it's the problem. Quinoas, rice, whole grain breads, Whole grains are not bad. Fruit, vegetables, don't cut out carbohydrates. Your body needs them for energy. They fuel your brain. They fuel hormone synthesis. 
women need, need carbohydrates. It's just about eating the right carbohydrates in the right balance for the right reasons, okay? So please don't eliminate any food groups. I say the only food you eliminate are the foods that you're allergic to, sensitive to, or intolerant to. Absolutely, avoid those. I don't eat uh, pasta. Makes me feel inflamed. Every joint in my body feels like it, it hurts and I, my fingers will get sore. And when I go to run, I'll just feel super heavy, like I've got lead in my, in my legs when I eat pasta. So when I eat pasta, quinoa upsets my stomach, which is so sad because quinoa is so good. I used to eat it and I would always get sick. I'm like, what the heck? And I was like, oh, what's the quinoa? And papaya, I'm like deathly allergic to, which is so weird, right? Food allergies are so weird. And wine, I, I developed an allergy. I don't think it's an allergy. It's a sensitivity to wine. Um, I think it was when I was really stressed and under eating and overtraining, and my body was just a real inflamed hormonal mass. Red wine would just make my one time I woke up and I'd had one glass of red wine and my whole face had swollen shut. I couldn't open my eyes for almost three days. Um, and, and that was as much from the red wine as it was because my body was already in such a high stress state that that inflammatory food just sent me right over the edge. So I don't drink red wine. Rarely drink white wine. It gives me a huge headache. And in the morning, I feel like a truck hit me. So those are the things I avoid. But I like tequila. <laughs> I like dark chocolate. I like pizza with my family probably once a week. Sometimes we do it twice. And I try not to eat it on the second time because pizza doesn't like sit super well for me. I usually pay for it the next day. But I like pizza with my family. It tastes good and it's a fun family, family night. So there's no beating yourself up for that. It's 80-20. We choose, okay? We make those choices with intention. Uh, number five, balance your macros. What does that mean? What are macros? Macros are carbs, fats, and proteins. All food fits into there. Macros are real food, okay? A lot of jargon going on around out there about macros and it's super fancy. It's not. It's real food. It's eating real food. Um, I teach you exactly how to do it. And again, more than that, I teach you, I help you do it. Because learning about it and doing it are two very different things. And I understand that. Not everyone has the food background that I do and the knowledge and understanding and experience with, with food because we've been busy and we, lots of people were not taught how to eat or what real food even is. And I actually started this, you guys, years and years ago uh, when I worked in, in medicine, in, in healthcare. No one knew how to eat. And I watched this video, a Jamie Oliver video, who said that there's generations of children who don't know what real food is. They don't know where it comes from. And that like really hit me. I'm like, oh my God, like people actually just don't know. I grew up in the, like my Baba always had a, a huge garden and we always, we had, we had cows and pigs and chickens and like gardens of food. We picked mushrooms. Like I, 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 I. I was brought up knowing what real food was. We almost never ate, um, ate store-bought fruit and vegetables, vegetables, um, like carrots and stuff. But usually like all winter long, we just, we froze them from the summer and like we had our own chickens and we had our own. So like, it didn't occur to me that people didn't eat. Not everyone ate this way. You know, my parents definitely, you know, raised me in the 80s. So fast food was really cool and, and really easy. And so we did, we did go there. But I still, the core of our eating always as a kid was all real food from the farm. And to, to hear him say that generations of children don't know what real food is, it really like hit me and I understood. I'm like, people just don't know. 
And so that's what I'm here to teach you guys what real food is and how to eat it because balancing your macros is essentially getting you back to eating real food and learning what real food is. Because whatever you put in your body, your, your body has to digest. And that's what it sends and shuttles out to every cell in your body. And so when I talk about balancing your macros, I simply mean eating three balanced meals per day with snacks in between when you were hungry. A macro-balanced healthy meal should, we all should, um, should have a carbohydrate, a healthy carbohydrate with a healthy fat and a healthy protein. We want to be eating those, the three macros together in one sitting, right? For breakfast, we'll eat a macro-balanced breakfast because when we eat them together, we, we balance our blood sugars. We don't have an, a massive insulin spike. Insulin goes up a little bit because you have food, but we also release a, a simultaneously will release a hormone called glucagon, which is a fat-burning hormone. And so by eating those three together, you stay full longer, you, you, you ramp up fat-burning, you nourish your body when it's real, and you, you're able to stay full longer, which is the goal because when we're eating all day long, especially when we're grazing on carbohydrates all day long, we're constantly ramping up insulin and storing that excess energy as fat. And we like to store it in, in you know, the typical areas, the hips and the belly. And so when we can eat a macro balance, we can stay full longer. We're going to save like lots of wasted calories and wasted junk food that we would eat in between. Okay. So that, and then you tune into your body. Are you hungry at 10? You feel something. Are you hungry? Because maybe you're not hungry. Maybe it's emotional. Maybe it's a habit. We got to learn to sift through that. If you're not hungry, have some water, you know, have a cup of tea, something else. Uh, distract yourself from, from, from the emotional side of food. If you are hungry, have a macrobound snack. Have an apple with some almonds, okay? And then you wait, see how long, like the body should be able to go three, four, five, six hours, before, like when you eat properly, you should stay full longer. When we're training, especially in the morning, you will be hungry more often. When you're doing your long runs, you will be more hungry. But when you learn to eat in this macro balanced, um, in this macro balanced way, you won't have the, the cravings and you won't be hungry all day long. Like someone said to me, oh, I'm just hung so hungry from these workouts. I'm eating all the time. And I know she's not eating in macro balance because she doesn't know, right? And we just, I used to, my husband used to say there's like a mouse that lives in the house because there'd be bites of ice cream gone and half the chips would be gone. And like I'd rip pieces of bread off and like, it was like a mouse in this because I was grazing all the carbs. I was hangry. I was just always doing that. But again, my insulin was going boom, zoom, zoom, zoom. And so was my energy. And when I was eating that way, I wasn't eating full meals, so I wasn't eating enough protein or enough fat, and so I wasn't eating enough of all of the macronutrients because they all do really important things in our body. I was undernourished. I was training lots. I was eating pretty clean. I was sticking to low-fat stuff. I was drinking a lot of coffee and a lot of Diet Pepsi. I wasn't nourishing myself. So three meals. So then you have lunch. Then in the afternoon, a lot of people will try to ignore that afternoon hunger, and what happens is then you ignore it, you push it down with coffee or Diet Pepsi, and then you're probably going raid, um, raid the office, <laughs> the office junk drawer. I used to do that all the time too. And uh, your body's natural circadian rhythm is hungry at about at, at around that three o'clock dip. You want to make sure you got some high quality protein. You want to make sure that that snack is balanced and nourishing your body. Then you have dinner, keep it macro balanced, and then some people will say don't eat at night, and I say. Eat at night if you're hungry. Are you hungry at night? Because sometimes you're hungry at night. 
just keep it balanced, keep it real, right? Focus on nourishing your body. There's nothing wrong with eating at night if you're hungry. Learning to tune into that hunger is a whole other story. Sometimes I'm not hungry, I'm just snacky and emotional and I'm like, you know what, I just feel like eating and so I'll just make sure that my snack counts because if I'm at night eating ice cream and chips and drinking three glasses of wine, that's a problem. But not, not just having, like, I'll just saute up some kale and chickpeas with a little bit of rice at night if I'm feeling like I'm snacking and want to eat something. I don't gain, I don't gain weight. <laughs> like, I'm fine eating at night. And, and again, um, it's different, but it's tuning in. So those are my five uh, simple strategies for nutrition. When you train with Mean Muscles and Macros, I don't give you a big stressful list of foods to avoid. I do give you a list of foods that are inflammatory, but it's, it's not meant to like make you not eat them. It's, it's just there as a guide and it's just there to let you know, to educate you. But it's not like it's four weeks of, of restrictive eating and calorie counting. It's not what it is. Muscles and Macros is about teaching you guys quality workouts to help you build muscle, to get fit because Simply running more miles isn't the answer when you want to get fit and lean and strong and healthy and get your body fat burning, okay? When you want to injury proof and feel incredible in your body, we got to think about the quality of our workouts and we must combine that with quality nutrition, macro balanced living. That's how I eat. It's super simple. Cheryl is on and watching and she's crushing. She's, she, she took this program and and she um, like couldn't believe it. She's like, oh my God, I've spent so much money on so many programs and so many supplements and you just taught me how to eat super simple and I've never felt better in my life. And I get those, I get those testimonials from, this, from my program over and over again. Kathy is someone who, um, who comes to mind. She was running and running and running uh, lots and lots of miles just running and struggling with with fatigue with all the typical hormonal and and metabolism like low metabolism signs that I always talk about hair falling out cold no energy craving crashing irritable brain fog headaches all that stuff belly fat it's always the big one belly fat she's like and my doctor's going to go keto so I've cut out carbs and I'm intermittent fasting and I'm running like 10 miles and and 10 kilometers most days of the week and I'm like oh my god okay well like you got to hear me out. Um, we've got to we've got to dial back your miles, and we've got to reintroduce carbs. We got to get you eating in macro balance to nourish your body because you're undernourished right now in your body. Your hormones are just not having it. You're a, you're a female. Men respond to stress and and keto diets and low carb diets and high mileage very different than women do, and that comes from historically where we came from. Like why we exist on this planet. We exist on this planet to have babies. Like that's just evolution. That's what we're here to do. And men are here to, so in evolutionary times, if you think about when, when tribes were in famine and under stress, the men would go out and hunt and gather for the When they were in starvation stress mode, they had to lean out, preserve muscle and burn fat because they needed to fight and hunt. Women needed to stay home. And so when we were stressed and, and we were in famine, right, not eating, our bodies held on to all the fat to, to store energy, shut down our reproductive system because you don't want to make babies in a famine, but you do need to conserve energy to take care of the tribe. And so that's why something that works for, for men and for your 
husband won't work for you and isn't working for you because who's gone on a diet the same diet as your husband and they lose like 10 or 20 pounds right away and you're like well I think I just gained like I see that all the time and that's why we're different we can't follow the same rules of men and most of the research and most of the diets and all the people out there are preaching all the stuff that works for men so um, that's why people like Cheryl and people like uh, like Kathy do this program and start nourishing properly and, and fueling and, and reducing inflammation and balancing hormones and restoring a metabolism and getting their energy back and watching their bodies change, composition change. Uh, so many people, Tanya took the program and she just, she just wrote me and said, you've changed my life. And the cool thing is that it's really easy to live by. Like it's super easier. Like I get to, like I don't have to think about cutting and restricting. Like I get to eat food and I get to have wine at night when I feel like it without feeling guilty. And often all that guilt around good food and bad food and restricting and overeating, a lot of that um, disappears with this because it's not forbidden. There's nothing forbidden. We just tune in and, and we notice and we think 80-20 and we think nourish and we become really mindful and in tune with our body. And the truth is when you start working with your body and tuning into your body and listening it, to it and fueling it and nourishing it, it starts to work better. And then what people say to me is that, well, you know, I went to the birth party on the weekend and I didn't even want the cake and I didn't have it. And I'm like, yes. Like, I don't tell you don't have cake. It's bad. It's full of sugar. I just focus on nourishing. And then when you hang out with other people that are doing that and you start to implement the strategies and love how you start to feel, you're, and because you're eating so well, you can look at the cake and be like, yeah, well, I'm actually not that interested in it. It's not going to fuel my body or nourish my body. And, and, and actually you get more sensitive to the sugar. And then you're like, well, I don't ever eat that much. You eat it. And you're like, oh my God, I feel terrible. That's the other thing that happens is that by nourishing and fueling and staying on track, with the community and with the coaching and with the meal plans that we give you when you when you decide to have those treats you feel the impact of that sugar and and, and of that that binge you feel it but not in a judgmental way because we always say like so notice what happened and notice how you feel don't don't judge yourself but just notice and like yeah i'm noticing how terrible i feel i'm like okay just notice that and then so next weekend comes you're like yeah i'm not going to do that again and if you start to make healthy choices, they become natural. They become like who you are, right? Because you just become more sensitive to the stuff and you don't even want it, you know? It's, it's very cool. It's, it's just an excellent program. Nobody, no, there is no other program out there like this teaching runners, specifically female runners, how to combine the effective strength building workouts with the macro balancing strategies and lifestyle to really... Not like I'm not here to help you run a marathon. I'm here to help you build a fit, lean, strong, healthy body. And when you can dial in these basics and dial in this foundation, then we ramp you up and you keep the strength up and you keep the muscle and you keep the lifestyle up of macro balancing because that doesn't change when you're running a marathon. We just now need to like start building miles, but you've got to dial in those foundations first because without them and you start training for your halves and your, and your fulls, you will tank your hormones, your body you will downgrade your metabolism and you will not be building a healthy body because it just doesn't work like that. We've got to get that nutrition dialed in. It's not that hard. It's, 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 e it's simple. The strategies are simple, but they are not easy. 
And that's where the program comes in because just like this, we are there every day to help you implement. We give you guys meal plans. We've got omnivore and plant-based vegan. We give you snack guides. We give you all kinds of resources. We give you coaching. You get access to me and you get access to Alexandra who is the Muscles and Macros Nutrition Coach. She is awesome and she loves talking about nutrition all day long. Just like I could talk about strength training and the program, uh, Muscles and Macros, all all, all day long. It's just, it's the absolute best program out there. I have, I have like, I have so, no, I am so confident in that. Uh, it, it just, every round, it's just incredible. The results that people get of body, mind, and soul. Okay. Um, Mariposa, is it fine to eat at night? So I, I, I did talk about that a little. Eating at night is fine. So why do we eat at night uh, and how do we eat at night? Um, I, I always say we have to look at the daytime eating. Often we get really hungry and craving and we binge eat at night because we haven't eaten enough during the day. So we got to dial in our nutrition during the day. That I just taught you. And at night, then we got to say when we get hungry at night, we're like, are we hungry or are we craving? Are we lonely? Are we emotional? What's really going on here? If you're hungry, eat, but, but keep it in macro balance, right? Keep it in that 80-20. Um, nighttime eating comes when we eat the whole bag of chips or we ate like a lot of ice cream or we eat all the cookies. That's where the problem with nighttime eating comes in. There's nothing inherently bad about eating at night. I eat at night almost every day and I always have. I also drink a beer most days of the week because I'm so darn dehydrated out here living in Costa Rica where I sweat my face off. Like, um, it's 80, 20, it's tuning into your body and it's making sure your nutrition's good all day. That's really important when it comes to nighttime eating. These are the things when people just throw out those blanket statements, they're not thinking like holistically about your eating all the time. They're not looking at what are you having for, what time are you getting up? What time are you having breakfast? What time are you working out? How much are you working out? What are you eating before and after your workouts to, to optimize your hormones and your muscle building? Like we got to think about all of that. It's not just about eating at night. But if you're going to eat at night, sometimes I'm just emotional. I get lonely at night. I get bored. I, I can start to get a bit anxious at night just sitting around. It gets really dark here. It gets dark in Costa Rica at 6 o'clock. Like, that gets a lot. Like, five years I've lived here. It's dark at 6 o'clock every day. Like, it cuts your day off so much. So those are the things that can happen. And so um, I can choose to, to drink wine and eat chips and ice cream. Or sometimes, like, I'm just like, I'm not hungry but I'm gonna eat something anyways because I'm just feeling jittery and I would rather eat something healthy, something in macro balance that will support my body than not than, than doing the other thing, right? Than eating all the junk food. So sometimes I just need to satisfy that. Uh, the other way to do that is like have a cup of green tea, have some water, uh, do something else completely. I actually started this business uh, when a long time ago when I was like anxious at night and really lonely. Like this, these are emotional triggers for eating, okay? It's more than just count your macros and balance your macros. There's more to nutrition than that. And that's the stuff I really love, love to help you guys work through in the program and look at. A lot of people will, will have a bad day and everyone will say, well, just get up and move on. It's no big deal. And I'm like, okay, well, let's look at it. Like, let's look at what happened on the weekend. Like you keep falling off on the weekends. We can't just keep waking up every Monday and moving on. We need to learn from what's going on, from what's holding you back from your goals. And for a lot of people, it is the weekend. And I say, well, let's look at it. 
<clears throat> let's analyze it. Let's be objective. Why does your nutrition totally go off the rails? What's going on? And, and, and be objective. Don't judge yourself. Just notice and see if there's anything that you could tweak a little bit for next weekend, going into next weekend. Just be a little bit more mindful. Let's go back to those goals that you set. That's why I want you setting goals. That's why I want you getting really close to those goals and keeping them in your mind every day. That's why I want you writing them down every day so you continue to remember them, even on the weekends. And I'll say, well, did you goal set on the weekend? Did you write your goals down? People say, no. Well, you got to. You got to do it on the weekends too, right? Because it, uh, it helps you stay mindful. It helps you stay emotionally in control. When you can get your emotions and your thoughts in control and thinking those thoughts on purpose in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening, on purpose, you get in control of your emotions and then you get to control the actions that you take or don't take. And that's powerful. When you learn to really rewire your brain that way around nutrition and around the weekends and around workouts and around life in general, you can get in control of those thoughts on purpose. Most of us are not in control of our thoughts and we're just flying by emotions. And right now emotions are wild. And so everything is wild. We don't have time and I can't cook and it's too hard and blah, 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 blah. Like, that's just like your body throwing out uh, excuses to keep you safe and happy because it's really safe and happy just to say, I don't have time and, and it's too hard and this isn't going to work for me and I can't do it right now because it's too busy and life's too stressful. That's just keeping you really safe. But if we can start to uh, talk to ourselves, get in control of those thoughts and talk to ourselves instead of listening to that primitive old brain throwing things at you, you can say, no. I can cook dinner. I can make a better choice at night about what I eat. I can get out of bed to get my workout done, Carrie. Come on, you got goals. Like, you got your mantra bracelets on. It says strong. Be strong, Carrie. You can do it. You got goals. And then you're in control of your emotions all of a sudden. Boom. You cook the dinner and you eat the good food, right? That's how we do it. So you got to know what to do. Most people don't know how to eat. So they think cutting calories is what they do. And so you don't, you want to make sure you know what to do. Then we got to get in control of the emotions and we got to do it. That's what muscles and macros is here to help you do. I'm going to help you learn more. I'm going to help you with the meal plans and, and we're going to analyze your plate and like help you really master that. We're going to help you with the pre and post fueling. We got guides for that because we want you optimizing your training for the very, very best results possible in the very, very minimal time possible. Uh, we'll do that and, and then we do just like this every day we do a check-in and, and we have a different focus every week um, in those check-ins and you guys just do the work and you cheer for each other because part of, part of achieving goals and, and, and hitting, hitting your goals is to do it with, with community, a like-minded community and it's to do it with accountability you know, expert accountability, somebody that you really don't want to let down. And it's, it's about getting help too. People who get coaching get best results. Okay. So that program is starting Monday. We have one more day left in this program and I have uh, a live training for you as well tomorrow. And I think we're going to talk about, um, I don't know if I've decided yet. I'll keep it a secret. Maybe it was going to be on inflammation. This should be on inflammation. And I, I kind of bring mindset into everything. So maybe we'll do a little extra bonus mindset training as well. So stay tuned for that. I will be on tomorrow. Get some sleep tonight because that will decrease your inflammation. Shut the phones off. The more you train, the harder you train, the more sleep you need to recover. Nighttime is when you grow your muscles. 
I'll talk about inflammation tomorrow. That's what we'll talk about. We'll talk about all this stuff. So have an awesome night. You guys are kicking butt in this challenge and I'm super proud of you. I absolutely love all your selfies and all your check-ins and I love watching you guys support each other. I love seeing you guys have like aha moments and like, oh my God, that was hard, but it felt really good. I'm like, yeah, it does. It's awesome. That's training strong, you know, pushing out of that comfort zone a little bit and not just more miles and less food, but like more strategy, more focus and intention with those workouts so you can get fit, lean, strong, healthy, build that powerful, athletic, pro-fat-burning body that you want and that's going to look and it's going to feel amazing, okay? That's what I'm here to help you do. This is so fun. Have an awesome night and I will see you guys tomorrow for workout five.